Part 3. Escaping the Riptide, the Harmony Way. Enter Larry King, the Harmony version that is. One of the key issues that arose from Harmony's listening session feedback was the need to clarify exactly what the Harmony Way was and wasn't. As sometimes happens, many were using it as a coverall banner for everything they didn't like or want to do. This feedback completely frustrated the Exco, as they saw it clear as daylight and therefore believed that everyone else should too, an occupational hazard of most leadership teams I've learnt. I abused my writer's privilege by asking for an explanatory information session in which we could clearly define the Harmony Way. Bernard, Neil Furniman and myself sat for an entire day in Neil's small office in Ranfontein, thrashing it out. As the writer, I was also the designated note-taker, which suited me just fine. We talked and I wrote. Concepts, ideologies, recipes, diagrams. It was one of those sessions that was great fun, but um, what was it really about again? I left exhilarated and exhausted, knowing that the road ahead, making sense of it all, was not an easy one. Over the next few days, I perused my notes obsessively, but I knew that neither blow-by-blow minutes nor a high-level dissertation-type summary would work. Anything on paper felt way too two-dimensional to make sense. For the first time, I realized that strategy is a multi-dimensional entity. It's only through discussion, interrogation, and ultimately experience that it becomes real. My eureka moment struck late one night when, desperate for distraction, I flipped through my TV channels and came upon a program I really watched, Larry King Live. I was captivated by the way in which the Don of Talk Show interrogated his subject matter from every angle, and in the process engaged the viewer and created clarity and understanding. Immediately, I started to imagine how we could reveal the Harmony Way. Rather than compile a dry, wordy, never-to-be-read dossier, we could articulate it in all its multifaceted glory in an interactive interview between Bernard, his team and Larry King. To apply the begin with the end in mind principle, the dateline would be five years into the future, as if it had all already happened. This would enable the strategy to be interrogated by dissenting voices, would allow for different perspectives and most importantly, it would sound like the Harmony team. It would also contain personality, humour and play, vital ingredients for a compelling story. To say that creating this fictional interview was fun would be an understatement. Larry pulled no punches and Bernard was as blunt as he is famous for. There wasn't an issue that couldn't be examined, a goal or outcome that couldn't be defined. I didn't tell my clients about the magazine concept until I had a finished product, complete with an illegal, no doubt, mock-up of a Time magazine cover, dateline five years hence. It was risky, but it paid off. The team loved it once they digested the fact that their strategy document was in the form of a fictitious interview with a global icon taking place five years into the future. When you paint the future so clearly that you are literally able to stand in it, The issues to be addressed and decisions to be made are blindingly obvious. The Larry King interview functioned as a living strategy document 
within Harmony for some time. In fact, I believe our Larry outlived his namesake by a number of years and became a legend among employees, which I don't think you can say about most strategy documents. Here is an excerpt. The Harmony Way Finally Revealed. The story of Harmony Gold Mining Company is a legendary tale of the transformation from a small lease-bound mine in the Free State to a global gold mining superpower. In this time-exclusive CNN interviewer extraordinaire, Larry King discovers what's really behind the Harmony Way, the unique model that so many wannabes have tried unsuccessfully to emulate. We begin by talking to Harmony's leader, Bernard Swanepoel. Larry, Bernard, being listed as the preferred gold stock for the fourth consecutive year is a record achievement in these volatile times. How do you guys do it? Bernard, Larry, I'm on record as saying there's no Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel Sanders secret recipe. It's more about a little salt and pepper here and there. Mining how it should always have been done. A back to basics approach. Larry, so there's no magic ingredient? Bernard, well, if the magic is anywhere, it's in the people themselves. It's their attitude of no challenge being insurmountable, no situation impossible, of we make things happen. Out of an industry renowned for its hierarchical structures, boxing people in, limiting their potential, we have created a business model and culture of doing things differently. Instead of merely fostering empowerment, paying lip service to teamwork, our business is fundamentally constructed around these concepts. Individual initiative and superlative leadership, this is the oxygen that keeps our company alive. Larry, this kind of business model doesn't just happen overnight. Tell us how you got there. Bernard, Larry, you know our history, growing from a lease-bound mine in the Free State to where we are today. Many of our processes developed organically, initially as survival tactics, then transformation tools as we acquired and leveraged new assets. It was all relatively ad hoc until we sat down and identified the four key areas where we truly do things differently. These four critical areas are attitude, teamwork, a business approach to mining, and acknowledging our stakeholders' needs. An internal marketing approach. I've never been a fan of the one-size-fits-all approach. My advertising background reiterated the importance of segmentation, identifying and segmenting an amorphous group according to demographic, psychographic, or even attitudinal similarities. It's common sense. If you know who you're targeting, your messages become that much sharper and more effective. It's sniper versus shotgun. It has always amazed me that most companies, albeit armed with more information about their employees than a marketer could dream of, ignore segmentation and press on with the ignominious all-staff email. At Harmony, we went to some trouble to segment our various employee audiences. The demographics are and were obvious, but the attitudinal and psychographic segmentation was enlightening. We realized that a key segmentation variable was the what's in it for me at various levels. For some, it was the thrill of the challenge. For some, it was about status and belonging. 
and for some it was about the basics of survival. Linking the what's in it for me to the core of the strategy message is always where the magic lies. There are also other benefits of having a deep understanding of each audience segment. For instance, clues about tone and style of message, which really help in making it resonant and effective. These principles guided us in terms of each and every tool or channel that we developed. The Harmony Way Manual. Archie comics were one of my guilty pleasures as a child. Later, they were replaced with Tintin and Asterix. After all, there are only so many times you can reread an Archie comic. I've always loved graphic novels. There's something about the combination of words and pictures, characters and conversations that makes them entertaining and memorable. When faced with the challenge of communicating the Harmony Way to the senior leadership segment of the company, the idea of a Harmony Way comic sprang to mind. At the time, there was a series of adult comic books that dealt with serious and complex subject matter, like the philosophy of Aristotle, Socrates and Lenin. Ironically, we used the philosophy of Marxism as our pro forma example to show how we could create a manual which could be entertaining, factual and convey detailed information. The concept caught on among the team, the Marxism not so much. And so began the Harmony Way Manual. We created three characters, Johan, Jack and George, each carefully chosen to represent a specific attitudinal spectrum. Each pillar of the Harmony Way had its own chapter and was revealed through the locker room change house dialogue amongst these three characters. As serious and detailed as the factual information was, it was balanced by Johan's passion for Lucky Lung cigarettes, Jack's cynicism and George's vivid imagination. How well did it work? It was well loved and a great reference tool. But I think we missed an opportunity in terms of really getting it entrenched and encouraging the teams to use it on a daily basis. I heard that Harmony's competitors at the time got hold of a few copies and they probably read it from cover to cover. Many years post-Harmony, I was invited to a meeting at an esteemed mining house in Marshall Street. And lo and behold, there on the meeting room table sat the Harmony Way manual in all its glory. Changing channels. Years before viral was a term associated with the internet rather than disease, we experimented with the concept. We realized that to get through to the middle management shift boss segment, we had to think differently. They were, and still are, the most challenging target audience. In fact, we coined the word permafrost, especially for them. This group turned freezing communication from the top down and from the bottom up into an art form. So we decided to ignore the line and produce something that was entertaining, fun, and would go viral. The video, yes, it was still in the days of video, was along the lines of a popular TV soapy of that time, Orkney Snorkney, which depicted life in a local mining town and even featured some of the well-known actors who appeared in that show. The basic storyline was as follows. A disgruntled shift boss, Frank, returns home from another hell day at Harmony, plops onto his favourite couch and starts a moan fest with his wife. He spills out pure bile, which spoke into the real issues amongst the segment, 
and then finally decides to relax and escape by watching a bit of TV. But it seems for Frank, there's simply no escaping harmony. Every channel he flicks through, from sport to nature to news to music, is a harmony channel. The sport channel shows how the harmony soccer team wins due to its teamwork. The nature channel profiles a small, underestimated animal, the honey badger, that triumphs through its sheer guts and determination. The music channel shows a music video of the Harmony Way song. The news channel shows Larry King interviewing Bernard about the amazing Harmony story that is taking the business world by storm. Frank's initial irritation turns to incredulity as he becomes completely drawn into the story, so much so that he jumps up and down in the living room, impressing his wife, who hasn't seen him so passionate, maybe ever, and makes clear her excitement at the new man her husband has become. The fade to black is filled with innuendo. The fact that this video mysteriously appeared on every shift boss's desk clearly added to its mystique. Was it hot enough to melt the permafrost completely? Probably not, but it certainly improved their understanding of the Harmony Way. The Harmony Visual Strategy Map Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, according to Leonardo da Vinci. Einstein talks about giving my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. And inasmuch as this is relevant to E equals MC squared, and the physical relationships between things in the world, I believe it's even more appropriate to corporate strategy. Every company has a myriad of abstract theories, ideas and concepts floating around. These can't be seen or touched, are rarely ever clarified, and yet everyone walks around as if all this is real and actually makes sense. Not likely. For me, a company strategy has to pull it all together and make the abstract concrete. It needs to be simple and relatable enough for any employee to share it with his mate at the weekend barbecue. Post the Harmony Way manual, we realized we were on the right track in terms of many aspects, but we hadn't yet cracked the Einstein version of simplicity. Around this time, I attended a workshop in New York where a company, Root Learning, showcased their one-page root map, as they called it. In this root map, Abstract concepts were shown as concrete objects, roads, bridges, horizons. The idea was that through interactive discussion using the picture, employees would have a clear understanding of the strategy and how they fitted into it. I knew instantly that if we added harmony story dimension to this idea, we would have a winner. Enter the Harmony Visual Strategy Map, the first visual strategy map, but most certainly not the last. Being the first one, it took a long time. We realized that in order to simplify complexity, we really needed to understand it first. This took time. We had lots of fun too, depicting the three kinds of shareholders, the mining houses as fat cats, and the gold industry as firstly a dog, and then sexy again. We also captured hard-hitting and not-so-comfortable truths about the mining industry, which by some quarters was seen as an Irish coffee, which referred to the majority of black employees at the bottom, the white management level above, the cream, and the few chocolate sprinkles on top, indicating the low levels of black ownership at the time. 
Another contentious but truthful industry issue was captured by the Please Unplug Your Brain visual, showing the predominant way in which most industry employees were treated at the time, which was contrasted with Harmony's vision of creating an environment for thinking, skilled and self-motivated employees. Let me not get too carried away. There are layers and layers to a visual strategy map, and the value is that all of these can be discussed and unpacked at the appropriate level. Once it was produced, we decided to roll the map out via line management, starting with Bernard and his team. The Exco then went on roadshows to all operations and had sessions with their management teams, who then had sessions with their teams, and so on. To maintain message consistency and remain true to our principle of segmentation, we created a series of level-specific interactive discussion guides, Q&A-based to encourage participation and conversation. When first confronted with this tool, I have to admit a few of the guys gave me the hairy eyeball. By this stage, though, I was used to it. I accepted that this was a radically different way for leaders to communicate with their teams and potentially scary and uncomfortable. A few of them clung to their visual strategy notes that accompanied the maps for dear life. But once the session started, I could literally see them relax into I can do this mode. Of course, we learned a lot and made improvements. And as much fun as it was creating the visual strategy map, nothing surpassed my joy when I saw how people at all levels responded to it, how their eyes lit up, how they laughed, talked, shared ideas passionately, and became human beings again. And the longevity. The Harmony Visual Strategy Maps outlived both my and Bernard's time at Harmony. In fact, we recently discovered one at a shaft that has had two owners since Harmony. That's 14 years of life. Hopefully, they were not still using it. My map coup de grace came at an annual Harmony National Union of Mine Workers conference. After the singing and dancing had abated, the NUM leader stood up and gestured towards the big screen. And there was the Harmony visual strategy map in all its glory. Flawlessly, he talked his audience through the gold mining industry, the subtleties of the Harmony strategy, and what this meant for organized labor. Wish I had that on YouTube.